From Odyssey, I'm Lauren Berry, and this is the On Deadline podcast, where you get a focused look on stories from our radio newsrooms across the country. Today, On Deadline is taking a closer look at the holiday shopping season, which goes beyond just bargains. Experts will tell you spending this time of year provides an important look at the health of the economy overall. And so far, the patient doesn't need any interventions because, as CNN reported, the data that's come in so far about Black Friday and Cyber Monday is making the U.S. consumer look pretty strong. Per CNN, Adobe Analytics reported a record $9.8 billion in Black Friday online sales, up 7.5 percent from 2022, not accounting for inflation. Cyber Monday numbers were even better for retailers, as consumers spent $12.4 billion, a 9.6% increase from last year. During a peak hour, shoppers spent $15.7 million every minute, Adobe said. Still, there are worries that it's all downhill for retailers from here. The National Retail Federation released its predictions for this shopping season, noting that it expects sales to increase by 3% to 4%. That's the slowest pace predicted by the expert group in the last five years. In 2022, sales increased during the same time frame by 5.4%, and in 2021, they grew by 12.7% coming off the pandemic. With the perpetual fear of an economic slump just around the corner, some Americans are having to get creative with how they buy their holiday gifts this year. Chris Everett, fiduciary planner and president of Everett Wealth Solutions in Illinois, joined Odyssey to discuss why more people are buying now and paying later. One estimate suggests that $7 billion in online purchases this year have been executed using buy now, pay later plans. What are some of the advantages and disadvantages of using that as part of your holiday shopping? Oh, it makes it so much fun, doesn't it? You get all these emails that get you all excited and defer, delay. Look, that's exactly what our government is doing. Stop it. It's it's important to be responsible. Now, look, I totally understand that sometimes some of these offers that come through are so interesting and exciting, and maybe you actually even need that something. Go ahead, get it, get it at the best price, but just be careful. I mean, you know, too often people are overextending themselves and then they have to pay for months or even years on stuff that they really don't even need. They just want it. You know how it is. We're in that environment where we just want everything that we want. We want it now. It's not financially healthy, though. Now, in some respects, I mean, the reason why this seems so irresistible, some of the buy now, pay later plans, these be called, you know, which which has gone under different names uh, over the course of our consumer history. But uh, most of these buy now, pay later plans are interest free. And that is what makes them kind of irresistible to some people if you want that shiny thing right now. Yeah, that's true, right? I love 0% offers. And if you're not getting that, go ahead and if it if your credit's good enough, switch that buy on to a 0% card and take advantage of that. Now, if, if, if you want to do the responsible thing, what's some of the math that you have to do in your head before you go ahead and take the plunge and take advantage of that buy now, pay later offer? Well, you should always have done a budget first. Always know what is affordable. So that when these fancy, shiny things come along, if it fits in the budget, go ahead and get it. But if it doesn't, then wait. Save for it. You don't really need it, probably. And then if you go ahead and do it, uh, you have to ask yourself, let's say you don't like it. Let's say it doesn't fit. Let's say you don't have the power requirements for it. 
you have to go through your through your talk through the process of returning something that was purchased using a buy now pay later plan. Sure, and so look at what the return options are before you buy it, especially if you're not sure how it's going to show up and work for you. So just read some of that small fine print to make sure it is returnable number 1 and number 2, what are the parameters around the return? And what are some of the ways, though, that uh, really using a lot of buy now, pay later plans can come back and bite you? Because life can occur. Maybe you'll lose a job. Maybe something else unforeseen can happen. So a lot of times when we're making these snap judgments to buy something and we think everything's going to be rosy and wonderful, but it's not, that can really come to bite you. So make sure you're doing enough emergency savings for those what ifs that always happen in life. Whether it be the ease of delivery, not needing to leave the house, or simply better deals, Americans seem to favor shopping online over heading out in real life on Black Friday weekend. And Black Friday might be synonymous with great deals, but shoppers who actually braved the weather and an alarm clock on a long holiday weekend found that the doorbuster deals that used to have people lined up for blocks just weren't the same this time. One shopper even shared with Fortune that she left a department store empty-handed when she showed up, and the best deal she could find was 25% off. That's not a Black Friday deal, she said. To discuss shopping trends and Cyber Monday, Michael Garfield, a spokesperson for the high-tech Texan, joined Odyssey in Dallas. Let's talk about the origins of this. Where did Cyber Monday come from? This actually started back in 2005. So we're celebrating, what, about the 18th year right now. And it was pretty smart. It was set up by the National Retail Federation to promote online shopping. When online, you know, getting online was really just in its infancy. Uh, And this is obviously after Black Friday, which is always the number one biggest shopping day. And so when people got back to work on that following Monday, it was the offices that mostly had the high-speed internet connections. Back in 2005, the home internet connections were very slow, so people started shopping from their offices on Monday. And so the uh, National Retail Federation said, hey, let's just kind of make it a, a shopping holiday. holiday. And it's re- it really has bloomed since then. Isn't this is the same thing here on, that they show on Black Friday is that if you follow trends, especially on Amazon, there's ways to keep track of what goes on sale on Amazon and and how they'll creep up the prices right before Black Friday so they can cut them back to where they would normally be and make it look like a deal. Yeah, I mean, that's a typical retail deal that, that's been around for a long time, even in stores. And what I tell people in, it, at our fingertips right now on your phones, on your desktops or on your on your tablets, do your research. It, it, when you see a deal, if you think it's pretty good, you know what? Stand by because it's you, we still have several more weeks until the Christmas holiday season. These still may go on sale. Look at other retailers. Maybe they're offering free shipping. Maybe they're offering, hey, if you buy this, we're going to give you another discount promotion code or discount card for something else. So do your research before you click the buy button. What should people be waiting for as they get closer to the holidays? Because you'll see discounts on, I guess, things like toys or clothes. You're going to see discounts, but also you have to remember, if you keep waiting and waiting and waiting, you're going to pass that deadline up. Is it going to arrive on that special day? Be it, you know, in Hanukkah, maybe it's a, a mid-December birthday. And certainly if it's on December 25th, you do want to make sure you read the fine print when the cutoff for that shipping is to make sure it comes there. So that's one cautionary tale about waiting. But in terms of prices going down, I, I think 
what we're going to see is when retailers generally, they see a product or two or three or something specific that's not moving, they can easily within, within a matter of seconds, start, you know, pricing this to go down, down, down more. And so uh, it's tough to say what is going to go down. Uh, it's, uh, I, I can look at kitchen appliances. I mean, who doesn't need another air fryer? Who doesn't need another toaster oven or another mixer? Those things usually get dis discounted also, but also watch for the, some of the, the smaller tech items also, like the headphones and the AirPods. Isn't this also a prime part of the year for hackers because we might not be play paying as close attention as we would normally? Yeah. It, listen, you should always 365. Every single day of the year, you'd be on guard. The internet and the web and security, it, hit, it is getting better. I remember monitoring this for the past 20 years of how many how much credit card information was stolen and what have you. Uh, you know, I'll tell you people the same thing. You know, try not to surf on a public Wi-Fi system. You know, try to do it from your home. If you're on a VPN or a virtual private network, sure, that's even better. But, you know, if you really want to go old school, like I remember just two decades ago telling people, you know, you get another credit card that you only use use that credit card to shop online, online. So for some reason that gets compromised, nothing's going to happen to your other credit card that you actually physically use in your purse or in your wallet too. But you always should keep that, you know, head on the swivel, making sure that you click on the right link and not being hacked, you know, is some phishing scam when you get all those emails. You talk about having a credit card that's specifically for online shopping. Isn't it also a good idea to have an email that is specifically targeted to your online shopping so your personal one doesn't get flooded with offers? <laughs> Absolutely. Let's, let's, let's talk about that right now. People who woke up this morning, you were probably just, you cannot believe how filled your inbox was since midnight last night. And it's funny, you probably don't remember signing up for some of these email subscription newsletters with these great Cyber Monday deal, generally because some of these retailers, they only send them out once or twice a year. Yes, having a second, third, fourth, or fifth email that you only use to sign up is a very, very good idea. But also, one trick that I've been doing all day, I have been unsubscribing from so many of these newsletters I've been getting because A, I don't remember subscribing to them or B, I I'm only sent once or twice a year. I don't need that stuff. So if for some reason you do have a little extra time today, go into your email box and either A, click the unsubscribe or B, put it, make sure they go directly into your junk email folder. Giving someone special the perfect, unexpected gift is a precious part of the holiday season. However, in the rush of chasing that retail high, it's also important for all of us to be mindful of our own health as we strive to make the season magical for our loved ones. The American Psychological Association found that a quarter of Americans consider themselves extremely stressed during the holidays. And if you leave stress unaddressed for too long, it could have serious consequences. Nika Guechi, Executive Director of Arizona State University's Center for Mindfulness, Compassion, and Resilience, joined Odyssey to discuss ways to be more mindful throughout the next month. Let me ask you about this. What is your definition of mindfulness? So mindfulness is simply a presence in the moment. It's an intentional awareness of what's going on around us and how we're experiencing it. Mindfulness can help us build better relationships, be more compassionate and build resilience. So how do we get into this space then, especially this time of the year when so many of us are stressed? Yeah, I think that the holidays can really be a time of happiness and connection, but they can also really be a time of stress and anxiety. And one of the best ways to practice mindfulness is to experience whatever you're experiencing. And by that, I mean, especially during hectic times and a lot of activities, we kind of 
speed through the things that we consider to be burdens or obligations because we want to get to the good part. We want to get to the next part. But if we numb what is unpleasant, we could also numb the pleasant. So next time you're doing something that is kind of burdensome, you know, driving, doing the dishes, standing in line, just take a second to breathe. It's as simple as that. Look around you. Notice what you're experiencing. Do you feel tension? Do you feel at ease? Just recognizing that state can bring you back to the present moment in a really intentional way. You know, I think it's easy to say that we can't control what happens to us all the time, but we can control how we react to it. But, I mean, is that always the case? I mean, a lot of our personality traits, aren't they baked into us, part of our DNA, part of uh, who, who we are? I think they absolutely are. Yeah, there's just definitely a genetic component to it. But when we're dealing with family dynamics, maybe during the holidays, if something gets under our skin, we can take a breath before reacting. Just because somebody wants you to react right away, it doesn't mean that you have to. You can take a quick pause, and that could be the difference between a peaceful interaction and an argument. So you're right that we can't always control our surroundings, and we certainly can't control other people. But we can choose how we want to respond, and that response can either be our best self or the self that we might have some regrets later on. So is this different than meditation, or is this, you know, similar to that? It's very similar. So meditation is a way to get the mindfulness. Mindfulness is a more of a lifestyle choice, and meditation is a formal practice, whether it's a sitting practice or a body scan. But you can do anything mindfully. You can eat mindfully. You can communicate mindfully. Whereas meditation is a dedicated time during your day to be silent or to do a meditation. So this isn't something that we should, whereas meditation, you may say, I'm going to start every morning with 15 minutes of, of silence or of meditating. Mindfulness is something that we need to do maybe four or five, six times or more a day then. Well, you can do everything mindfully. You can scroll through media, uh, social media mindfully. You can eat the first bite of your meal mindfully. We can talk mindfully to each other, right? So we can always kind of come back to whatever we're doing with intention. And that's all mindfulness is. It's being here with intention. Do you find that more people say they're going to do this around the holidays and then once we get into the new year, January and February, we kind of, you know, we throw we throw it away because we've just forgotten about it until the next holiday rolls around? I do. It, it could be one of those New Year's resolutions. But, you know, as long as we're thinking about it and as long as we're coming back to it every once in a while, there's really no wrong way to do it. So defrost your Mariah Carey album and get ready to watch Will Ferrell run through the streets of New York trying the world's best cup of coffee. You see, the economy needs the holiday season to thrive, and the world needs you to thrive too. So strike a balance if you can. There's a lot to love about the holidays, including classic movies, songs, and lights lining the streets. Tables groaning under the weight of favorite foods and people you don't get to see often there to share it with you. But whether you're hunting for deals, planning flights, or baking a sweet treat for the holiday season, don't forget to add in something for yourself. Time for mindfulness or a little something from the store. I've been thinking about getting myself a human dog bed. On Something Offbeat, another podcast from Odyssey, we recently explored that item and some other silly gift ideas that might just be the perfect pick-me-up during the holidays. Look for Something Offbeat on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. 
This show is produced by Joe Heady, Christy Strauser, Myron Kaplan, and Bill Smee. I'm Lauren Berry, and I want to say thanks for listening to On Deadline, Odyssey's serving of a top news story just for you. Subscribe on the Odyssey app or wherever you find your podcasts to stay informed.